One Step Forward with Dalton and Sam, helping you take one step forward in your life today. All right, welcome to One Step Forward with Dalton and Sam. Uh, Today we're going to talk about calling, and we have uh, my good friend here, Paul. Let me tell you a little bit about him. He's an award-winning blogger, speaker, best-selling author, where he authored a book called Quarter Life Calling, Pursuing Your God-Given Purpose in Your 20s. He's also currently a director of Strategic Career Initiative at the Biola School of Business, as well as an adjunct professor. So welcome, Paul. Glad you're here. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Man, so glad you're here. So glad you're here. And I just love hearing just Sam, just, man, you've got a lot of, a lot of background, a lot of wisdom. And I just wanted to ask you just one question just to help people. How can they uh, take one step forward in finding their calling this week? What's one thing that they can do to take one step forward in finding their calling this week? Well, that's a big question because the calling, uh, that's, uh, a question many people are asking, right? Like, what is my calling? How do I live my calling? So it's, it's, it's a very complex uh, issue. There's a lot of layers into it. I mean, I've been uh, studying and living out my own calling and I'm still learning. <laughs> so there's always something to be learned. But I think that many people, when they think about calling, um, there is uh, a distorted understanding of what calling is in the first place. So I have to start there before I kind of give more prescriptive ideas because, um, you know, like the word leadership, everyone defines it differently. And I feel with calling, it's, it's defined in, in different ways, uh, but there's actually a biblical way to define it, right? And most people define calling as this, narcissistic self-development American dream kind of thing, you know? So it's all about um, this idea of like, oh, if I am passionate about something, if I love doing something, then I can just become whatever I want to be. And that's uh, actually very much uh, unbiblical and uh, very much uh, American version of what they call a calling. Um, And it's important to start there because the word calling, if you think about it, doesn't start with me. Like Rick Warren said, it's not about you. And that's really true because calling starts with the caller. And the question that we need to be asking ourselves is, then who is calling me in the first place? Right? And I think a lot of people just uh, never really think about it, but you know, if you are Christian, then you understand that you are not here by coincidence. You are here or you're, you're divinely created uh, to be uh, part of God's image bearer by God, who is the creator, the author and caller of your life. So first and foremost, before you actually even go finding your calling, you first need to know who is calling you. And I think that's really critical Because the once you know your caller, the once you understand who is calling you, then it makes a lot more sense for you to know, okay, this is what I'm probably called to do, right? So I think that's key. And part of that process of listening to the summons of our caller, it's not as simple as it is. The reason why is because it goes back to 
uh, our heart, right? And we know that God looks at our heart more than our appearance. And ultimately, our hearts are distorted. And we have so many different desires, idols in our heart. And ultimately, what God wants is, Paul, are you willing to lay aside all the desires of your heart so I can use you to do what I've called you to do? And that process of dying to ourselves is extremely hard. It actually is painful, right? But I love what David Platt said, in a world where everything revolves around yourself, promote yourself, comfort yourself, take care of yourself, Jesus says, crucify yourself. And that's where it all starts. Calling starts by crucifying yourself, your ambitions, your ego. So if you're watching this, maybe that's where you first need to start is to first of all identify are the desires of my heart truly for God or are, are there any layer or motivation of like, I'm doing this for my own platform, my own glory to, to look good or to be accepted by others? Because unless you figure that piece out, you, the calling that you pursue becomes an idol. And I think that's really important for me to talk about um, just because Many people are basically using the word calling simply to, uh, as an idol more than anything else. Wow. Well, it's good. I think, um, yeah, there's a lot of good, good stuff in there because you're right. Like, I think we, we think calling and we get, we hear a lot of different voices that we want to hear, whether it's from ourself or the world society, or even our parents, they're calling us to do this. But how often mm -hmm. do we listen to the caller God? Um, that's, that's really good. Is there a way that you would recommend understanding how to listen to that voice of God a little bit better? Yeah, that's great. So, uh, to break it down a little further, um, calling, um, could be categorized into probably two or three different categories. So there is a vertical calling. That's my relationship with the caller. So that's where my primary calling as Oskin says is to, follow him. That is my primary calling is to follow Jesus Christ in my daily walk with him. And that's what, you know, what we are at least supposed to teach at Sunday, right? Like that's what the whole life of gospel is about is to follow Jesus, follow him. Um, and then the secondary calling, it's actually callings it becomes plural because now you have multiple different callings so you are called to your human family right so you are a son or daughter a husband and wife a brother sister so you actually have a calling to be faithful to that specific role god's given you um, and you're also called to your church as well so as part of your church there are certain responsibilities and things you have to steward and then you're also called to your work, your vocation. So vocational calling is one element of your secondary calling. And it's really important to say that because we're living in a world addicted, obsessed with work. And we make our identity all about work, right? And um, I mean, work is important for sure, but there's going to be 
seasons in your life where you got to choose, like maybe you have an ailing parent who literally is needs care and you're the only one as a son or daughter who can only take care of your parent. And you have actually a really great opportunity with your job, it requires you to travel a lot. What are you going to actually do about that situation? If you just follow the American dream idea and like you got to take care of yourself, you got to focus on building your uh, platform and climb the ladder, you're not going to be faithful to your other secondary calling of your human family. So that's where the tension lies is like, how do you navigate that, right? Um, All that to say, how you listen to the caller, I think we all know it goes back to the basics, like just the basics of am I actually listening to the word of God? Am I meditating on the word of God, reading it? Um, A lot of people talk about it, but how many people are doing it consistently? Because long-term consistency trumps short-term intensity. So it's not about like, oh, I'm going to read five hours a day and then not read for an entire month. But like even one chapter, one verse a day, am I actually reading the Bible for transformation? Am I really listening to what the caller is saying? Because the Bible becomes that place where I can understand the ways of God. The more I understand who God is, the more I understand what he wants me to do. So it's like this complete reorientation that needs to happen because we're surrounded by the so many voices, right? A sea of opinions, sea of voices. And just turn on social media, you know, just turn on Netflix. And they're basically telling us to do something, to be something. And if we're just spending, you know, what, like a minute a day or 10 minutes a day just reading the scripture, there's no wonder people are being more influenced by other sea of opinion, right? So I think it's just going back to the basis of the prayer, the word of God, um, having the right support system brothers and sisters in Christ in the community who can acknowledge who you are and, and to support you in this journey. Powerful. Powerful. That's good stuff. Thanks, Great. Paul. Yeah. Powerful. Good stuff. And just, Thank you. Yeah, I, I agree. Thank you, Paul, just for helping people just, man, just to zero in on that, right? And I love that, man, there's, there's the first call to God himself, and then there's the plurality, the callings mm-hmm. that he's called us to different things. Very insightful, man. Paul, just uh, just thanks for being with us today. Sam, any closing thoughts, man? No, it's gold. Gold nuggets. Thank you, Paul.